which is a good thing since uh, we got huge basketball coming up. We've got the start of spring football. Steven, I know we're excited about that. Uh, at... Always want to start with the sneeze if you can. Um, one twenty today, Stephen. Very sneezy today. One twenty, we've got Dave Aranda, the head football coach of the Baylor Bears. Stephen, you think Aranda will be amped up? I'm excited about this. Um, I uh, and today <clears throat> they will have access to. Ron Roberts, defensive uh, coordinator. And then on Saturday, the offensive uh, coordinator is going to talk. Coach Grimes is going to do his thing. So some exciting times with Baylor spring football and then both teams in the Sweet 16. And lots to get to. We'll uh, listen to some of that uh, Dave Aranda coming up at 120. And we got a lot of breaking news to, to get into. Stephen, I did watch. Lots of uh, lots of women's basketball last night. The Aggies were somehow able to survive. Iowa State, boy, there was a bad call late. There have been all kinds of stuff on Twitter. JJ Joe didn't like a call, did not like a call, didn't like some of the. Uh, we didn't like some of the arguments that, I guess, a former Iowa State legend, George Niang, basically showed one play where one of the young women for Iowa State got raked across the arm and they didn't call anything, and uh, and, and he was upset about that. And I think, uh, uh, boy, J.J. was making some good points that there was some other stuff that went on and he mm. gave all the facts of the game and all. Steve, did you see that? I mean, J.J. I, yeah. got really <laughs> – He was deep. Uh, he got very involved in this argument. Apparently A&M shot a lot better from three last night. Also, you know, got to the line more, which I think that was part of the Iowa State complaint. But J.J. did make yeah. a really good point. Uh, 24 turnovers for the clones last night. So that's that's not winning basketball for sure. It's not. In the I love it when J.J. From- Joe really goes after the, the Lady Cyclones. <laughs> Yeah, I do too. I liked I liked the passion. I like the I like and and, uh, and then later, Stephen, I watched Vic Schaefer's Lady Longhorns last night. We had that talk. My wife and I were on a walk, Stephen, and uh, and she didn't understand why we had to call everything like Lady Bears, Lady Longhorns. She said, "Why can't they just be the?" Or she says, "Why don't we just call them the the." you know, the Mel Bears or whatever. And I, you know, it's an interesting point. Kind of like, you know, we've had all this equality talk. They got the they got the sorry weight rooms. The women did. Why do they have to be the Lady Bears? Why do they have to be the Lady Longhorns? Can they just be the Longhorns? That's, Stephen, that's, we, we married some strong women. They have some strong takes, and I, I like it. I like that kind of thought. But anyway, for now, they're still the Lady Bears. Okay, we're going to roll with that. Um, that's kind of an old school thing, but it may be a thing of the past. Who knows? But Stephen, um, I watched the the Longhorns last night versus the Lady Bruins of UCLA, and I, I was intrigued because UCLA had a starting guard that used to play for Baylor. Uh, I think they, I think you pronounce her name Cho. It's it looks like C H O U. So I thought Chow, but I think you say Cho. Natalie, Natalie Cho. Cho. Mm-hmm. And anyway, um. Boy, she, I did not see. When I turned that game on, Longhorns had a big lead. UCLA tried to make a run at them, couldn't do it. They had one great player at UCLA. Natalie Cho did not do much in this game. But what was fascinating to me is the, the, 
the young lady who's supposed to be number one in the WNBA upcoming draft, Charlie Collier from University of Texas, who had a kind of a rough game against Baylor. Maybe they've had a couple of rough games. But she's a good player. She's a nice player. She, she blocks the shots. She's big. She's like 6'5". She's a good player, really fine player. Steven, last night she had four fouls, and, and Vic Schaefer, the, the University of Texas women's coach, just left her on the bench. Just said, yeah, you know what? I kind of like this lineup we have out here. Never brought her in. You know, they play these eight-minute quarters. Is it eight minutes or ten minutes? Eight minutes, I think it is. Eight minutes. And they, he never, uh, it is eight minutes. He never brought her back in. I mean, this is supposed to be the number one draft. I mean, Stephen, that would be like Scott just saying, ah, I don't think we need, I don't, let's ride without Butler the last five minutes of this game. Well, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it without Mitchell. I mean, you just wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it without Teague or Vital. So it's uh, it's strange thing, but the Lady Longhorns won. The number three-seeded uh, UCLA Bruins went down. I love this NCAA women's tournament, Stephen, for a lot of reasons. But one is because I, there seems to be a lot of parity, and these number six and seven seeds are knocking out these two and three seeds. And, I mean, you're seeing some – you're seeing some interesting stuff. I mean, this I like that. I watched the Missouri State. Some of that, uh, they were they were giving somebody some grief. Um, there's some teams that are going down in this tournament, and I don't know if anybody's playing better than the Lady Bears right now. I mean, it's a, that's a strong group, so we're going to keep our eye on that thing. Now we do know Stephen. Now the men play four fifteen Saturday. All right, um, in, in over at Hinkle arena okay that's that that's the men against villanova we now know the women will play michigan all right Stephen, the seeding on michigan remind me the they are a, Bears they're are a six seed. seed yeah michigan's okay. a six seed mm-hmm. does that mean they had to knock out a three seed or i'm trying to think who they knocked out yes they upset who. a three seed in the last round i can't all remember right. which team that was i'll look it up all right no it's okay um Michigan and Baylor will play before the men. So the men will be 4-15, and then at 2 o'clock on ABC, you'll catch the women. All right? and I mean, that'll be kind of a watch the women on ABC and then turn over to CBS and watch the men at 4-15 versus Villanova. Michigan beat I mean, Tennessee, is, and it was a pretty, pretty uh, convincing win. So nice win by the Lady Wolverines, or lady. just Wolverines. Steven, watch that. Okay, just the Wolverines. Why do we call them? I mean, can, can we just call them what they are? Okay, it's the Wolverines versus the Bears at 2 o'clock on ABC, followed by the Bears versus the Villanova Wildcats. Does that sound right? Villanova Wildcats? That does sound Wild right, Wildcats. but I don't think I've ever called them by their mascot. I've just known them as Villanova. I think they have a Wildcat there. All right, Villanova Wildcats. Um, Wildcats is more of a high school type nickname, but that's fine. We'll let them. We'll let them go with that. Villanova Wildcats, and uh, and that's going to be at four fifteen. So there's a lot of excitement around that. Also, I've had a ton of excitement. I know Stephen, you're a big NBA guy too. We got people at the station that are like. NBA. We love it. That's why we got passion for it. And we got a lot of NBA lovers, too, out there. A lot of basketball lovers in Central Texas. We've heard from a lot of you. Okay, Stephen, the uh, 
the trade deadline is going to end at the end of our show. Okay, so that's why we all turn our attention to Woj at ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski, and we do have a new deal that's come in just two minutes ago on this deadline. Toronto is trading guard Matt Thomas. Stephen, is that guy used to play at Iowa State? Would that be that Matt Thomas? I feel like Iowa State had a Matt Thomas. Okay, to the Utah Jazz for a future second-round pick. All right, so not a huge deal there. Um Steven, I'm loving some of the some of the picks though here. Oh, oh, okay. Got some breaking news here. We'll step into the ESPN Central Texas newsroom. Steven, what do you have? Uh, I was monitoring the Mike McCarthy press conference earlier today, and I guess this was released after I, I signed off, but he announced to reporters Tyrone Crawford is retiring. Wow, Tyrone Crawford. Defensive the, lineman uh, out of Boise State. The former Boise State defensive tackle slash defensive end. Spent nine seasons in Dallas. Yeah, was a you know, pretty good player. Got himself in a big barroom fight out of Panama City, Florida a few years ago. Did some good work around there. Took care of things. He's a Canadian, and uh, he is retiring from football. Stephen, keep be on the alert. I've got just, I've got a sneeze that's about ready to happen at any minute. I mean, I'm really fighting the sneeze, and I want to give this its proper due. So, uh, Tyrone Crawford is is uh, is retiring from football. Pretty good career. Didn't go as you know. At, at one point, it looked really, really good. Got a nice deal. Got a nice extension. But Stephen, if you can log nine years with one team. Cowboys love the Boise State teams. You've had a pretty good career. So let's take our hat off to Tyrone Crawford. And if you want to pay tribute to Crawford, you can do so on the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. Give him a tip of the hat. Let us hear from you. you also, to thanks kinda... to our listener, Corey, who uh, helped tip me off to that news, sending in that end of the text line. So I appreciate it, Corey. That's good. We we don't – we our listeners break news. We don't. They – we just we kind of lean on our listeners for that. No, we're like just such that. an interactive show that people make yeah. sure we're not missing anything. We're very interactive. I do like that. Yesterday we put out a Schmaltz's trivia contest and we got bowled over. I mean, it it, it is a, it's really sh- you know shocking how many people listen to it. Stephen, it makes me nervous, quite frankly. I, I don't like to think about all those people out there. All right, hello College Station, hello Corsicana, hello Waxahachie, hello Mahaya. All right, Stephen, um, these are some things that have happened today, and I'm going to start with some of the bigger ones that really grab my attention, and that is Denver and Orlando have agreed on an Aaron Gordon deal. Aaron Gordon's a player for Orlando. He was a great dunker, but he also can shoot the three. He's a 6'10", 6'11", type guy. He's the modern big man. He can play a little defense when he's interested. But he's mainly, he's a shooter, and he's a dunker. He's a rim runner, we like to call him in the NBA. And uh, they, this in this deal, among the players on the way to Orlando is Gary Harris. And Gary Harris <clears throat> used to be a big-time player for Denver. In fact, back in the old days when they weren't very good, Denver paid him a, a bunch of money, and he was kind of the linchpin. He was the, their core. And then, of course, they got Jamal Murray and the Joker, Jokic, and uh, it all 
you know, it's all changed. So, but but Aaron Gordon at 6'10", 6'11", rim running, I mean, playing power forward next to Jokic, yikes. And then you can actually move Michael Porter Jr. to small forward. You go 6'10", 6'10", 7' foot if you want to go big. All right, and then you have Jamal Murray playing the point and Will Barton or ever, whoever you want to sneak in there at the two. Um, yikes. That's pretty scary. Steven, I mean, I, I I don't wanna I don't wanna say like, hey, the you know, Aaron Gordon is Aaron Gordon's gonna turn him into, you know, the, the NBA champs, but you've got an MVP candidate in Jokic. Michael Porter Jr. is about a, a bucket. I mean, he's eighteen a night. And then Murray can hit go off for thirty or forty any night. And then you put in Gordon, who's totally capable of 20 to 25. I mean, Stephen, I mean, I as far as scoring, other than like maybe Brooklyn, Jazz have a lot of scores. I mean, it's hard to find a scoring team. I mean, I guess when the Lakers are rolling with LeBron and Anthony Davis, but that this is a this team is scary with Aaron Gordon going mm-hmm. to Denver. All right. It's a it's a good move. I mean, yeah, he's he's a scorer. That the idea of him rim running is is pretty uh, scary with the Nuggets. Jokic is such a great passer. You know, you can kind of go to a two man game in the high post with him, which would be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I am interested to see like Gordon has been in Orlando forever, just kind of playing in obscurity, and he's known as a great dunker, which he is. He's turned himself to a more complete player over the years, though, and how he plays in a uh, in a more high pressure environment. But it's it's a really good move. I think the fit makes a lot of sense. And uh, this Denver team, I, I mean, they, they gave the Lakers a series last year. And if Anthony Davis didn't hit that three at the buzzer uh, to put them up 3-1, I think that thing could have gone seven. So um, they're, they're not too far off, and that's a big addition, landing, uh, landing Gordon, as, as you see the West get even better. All right, Stephen, other news, uh, and I like that analysis, um, Orlando is just, you know, giving up, and they're they're just trying to get a bunch of assets for the fiftieth time. Yeah, the, the first rounds. Yeah, <laughs> another yeah, go around the season. But of 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 big news, if you're a Bulls fan, you got a team. You suddenly got something. I mean, Levine was a nice player. Markinen's a nice player. But Orlando is trading Nikola Vukovic, Vooch, we call him the Big Vooch. I mean, it's a guy who averages like 22, 23 points a game, can shoot the three, is a dominant player in the middle, big dude. I mean, he's a – I'm just trying to think of – I mean, when you kind of compare him and Gordon, Gordon might – I don't know, they can both shoot. Gordon might actually be the better three-point shooter, but Vooch is a a bucket. I mean, he fills it up, and he's an all-star. I mean, Vukovic is the better player. Okay, I don't want to get that – I don't want to – Vuk, uh, <clears throat> Vooch is better than Gordon. Vooch is going to join Levine. Levine's a guy who averages like 24, 25 points a game. He's, he's, a, he's a monster player. He's just a walking bucket for, uh, for Chicago. And now they get Vooch. And the Magic get like, I don't know. They traded Vooch and Al Farouk Amino for just, I'm sorry. I mean, it's not very nice. But, Steven, I mean, this is not. Um, the Bulls are sending Wendell Carter Jr., former Duke player, decent, and two first-round picks to the Magic. They also send Otto Porter, uh, you know, guy 
ended up making a huge amount of money when he was with the Wizards, and they finally got off that contract. Guys just get enormous contracts, and then teams desperately try to move them. So the Bulls move Porter and Wendell Carter Jr., mainly because those are probably expiring contracts. All right, so, Stephen, the other one that caught my eye, and we'll get to uh, Dave Aranda. I want to hear from the Baylor head football coach. But um, this this Norman Powell going from the Raptors to the Portland Trailblazers. Now, they give up Gary Trent, pretty nice young player, and Rodney Hood, who I've always liked, but Rodney's not that great anymore, and he's had some injuries. But um, that's pretty amazing to think about. Stephen is uh, – and I love that C.J. McCollum from Portland said, every time I take a nap, something happens, but I'm going to take a nap now. And the minute he announced on Twitter that he was going to take a nap, Portland made a big deal. And so Toronto has traded Norm Powell to Portland for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. Stephen, Norman Powell, McCollum, and, I mean, and Lillard, I mean, it's not the greatest defensive team ever, but yikes i mean that is yeah that's that's a lot of scores (laughs) that's a lot of guys that can fill it up and i mean hey if if you've already if you're already kind of there right like why not just go all in on it so i i like that move i also um like the uh, vukovic move to chicago pairing him with zach levine is fun i'm sorry if if i missed this earlier but as part of that orlando deal i know denver sent an rj hampton who's uh, sort of a local guy in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I, I know he hasn't played many minutes, but has he had he shown anything when you watched the Nuggets, or was he just kind of stuck there on the bench behind a lot of good players? Say that again. Who are you saying? R.J. Hampton. Oh, R.J. Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a he's a local. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple other guys that are getting more minutes than him. He he Dozier is a guy that's that's. Uh, that's gotten involved. I, you know, I love the Nuggets and the Jazz, so sometimes I get their benches. I have to think about it. I'm like, wait, which guy is, <laughs> which guy is a Nugget? Which guy's a, a Jazz? There, there's there's some interesting guys. There's a guy named uh, Najee or something. I that's really been getting some minutes lately. Um, but but no, he 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 was kind of stuck there. He's a high flying guy, super athletic. Maybe he'll find some time. Uh, this Matt Thomas trade, though, Stephen, uh, Woj says about this a few minutes ago while we were talking, Woj said, Thomas gives the Jazz. I do think this is a former Iowa State guy. He's some white kid from Iowa State is what I remember, kind of a taller shooter. Um, Matt Thomas gives the Jazz another in an endless line of three-point shooters on the team. Stephen, can you name all the Jazz three-point shooters? Go. Uh, Royce O'Neal's the turned into a pretty good shooter. Ingles can shoot it. Um, obviously Mitchell can shoot. Uh, Conley is Conley struggling this year from deep. I no, feel like no, he he's is. Good. No, he's, he's, good. he's going You're pretty good. It. You're on it. That's all I can name. All right. Well, they 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 you uh, Bogdanovich is a, oh, yeah. is a big time. Is a big you know he fires it from deep. And uh, and then they're able to they're able to kind of bring uh, some long distance uh, uh, shooting in. I'm trying to think. 
all there. I mean, you, you know, you hit it. I mean, you hit it pretty well. You're right on Matt Thomas at Iowa State, by the way. He was number 21 oh, okay. there. And, yeah, he, he played for the Clones. Okay. Isn't that funny how many NBA guys they've had and then they end up firing their coach? <laughs> God, they've had so many NBA guys. They went 0-18 in conference this year. Who am I not thinking about, Stephen, that's, like, really good um, Oh, oh for the uh, – for the Jazz, Ingles comes in and is it is very nice. And I'm just trying to think of all the guys they kind of bring in that uh, that can shoot it. All right, we'll keep thinking. Clarkson about can shoot a little bit. Oh my gosh! Now that is a he's a dead eye. Mm-hmm. He's a bucket. I mean, he just goes crazy off the bench. That's a good one. Yeah, he can. He he just comes off the bench firing. All right, um, that's our um, that is our. We'll keep you posted because. They have a few more minutes. This thing ends. The deadline ends at the end of our show, and uh, we'll keep you posted on all that. But let's let's hear a little bit of uh, Dave Aranda, the Baylor head football coach. They opened uh, spring spring football yesterday, and uh, we'll hear from the Baylor head football coach next. Payment for qualified buyer with 4000 down and 3.9%. TTNL Extra, CD Liberty Tales. The 22-year anniversary sales event is going on now at Richard Carr. Make your refund or stimulus even bigger when you add savings like a 2019 Buick Encore for only $169 a month. A 2018 GMC Terrain for only $208 a month. A 2018 GMC Sierra for only $374 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. Get here now and save during the anniversary sales event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Earn a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen purchased at any retailer. Accuracy matters when it comes to taking your temperature. And Exergen temporal artery thermometers are backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Visit exergen.com. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The rain coming to an end, and we're going to start seeing clearing skies and nice sunshine by the afternoon. High temperatures top out at 71 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight with a low of 48, and mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be warmer with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Let's go. Enjoy Wings Pizza and Things for the madness. The madness that is college basketball. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for the menu. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Morton Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Baylor Bears went through their first spring football practice in almost two years, and the first under head coach Dave Aranda. The Bears will continue practice today, all the way up to the spring green and gold game. MCC Baseball swept a pair of games from Ranger. The Highlanders picked up a 3-1 extra inning win in game one, followed by a 7-5 eight-inning win in the second game. UMHB Basketball racked up the honors as Josiah Johnson took the West Division Player of the Year and All-Conference. Ty Prince was named Newcomer of the Year and all-conference, and Coach Carroll took the Coach of the Year award. Lincoln Riley confirmed yesterday that Oklahoma has not released quarterback Chandler Morris, who has transferred to TCU, saying he and OU are opposed to transfers within the conference becoming eligible immediately. Texas Longhorns are pausing their spring football practice because of COVID-19. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. that Steven um, okay Steven this is important though we, we're going to get to some Dave Aranda because spring football has started I cannot wait you know they're doing in-person interviews Steven I mean like you know we got to stand six feet apart but you can take a little peek at the beginning of practice and things like that golly I'm not telling don't not for fans. Don't run it. Don't everybody run out there. <laughs> it's the media. But hey, Mo, once Mosley puts his eyes on a practice, even if it's a small portion of practice, then I can come back and tell you. I mean, I can, I just see things that no one else can see. Oh, whoa, whoa! All right, all right. Uh, more breaking news. We already had the retirement of Tyrone Crawford of the Cowboys that came out today. Stephen Simcox is in our uh, our news center at ESPN Central Texas. Stephen, what do you have? This is from John Rothstein, who uh, loves a good scheduled tweet. He works for CBS Sports. He says, sources, Oklahoma's Long Kruger is meeting with his team this afternoon to inform them that he is retiring. So it appears the Oklahoma men's basketball job and women's basketball job will, uh, will both be open now as both coaches wow. are retired. Wow. Man. A great what a great career he's had. He was a great former player. Lon may have played. I feel like Lon played at Kansas State. He coached there. He's Lon's taken like four different teams to the NCAA tournament. 
may have taken like three or four different teams with Sweet 16. I mean, Lon has been around. He is a little long in the tooth. So, I mean, it's fine for him to retire. It's kind of that age, but it's a tough day. It's a tough day because he's had a great career. Lon's a good man. You know, I, I was a little tough on Lon because I thought he could have gotten more out of Trey Young. I thought he had a, a prodigy on his hands, and, and that thing didn't go where they had hoped it would go. But, wow, Lon is a, Lon's a good man. He's a good basketball coach. And that is a good job. My goodness. Yeah. Oklahoma, uh, the basketball job is open. And you got to think, I mean, I'm trying to think who they might have. I don't, Reeves is graduated. Reeves is going to try to go play pro ball. Um, Harkless is a really nice player who I think is back. I think he transferred in there. I think Harkless has another year. Uh, Davion Harmon emerged as a really nice player for them this season. I think he, I think he'll be back. And I, I don't know about Umoja uh, Gibson, Mo Gibson. Anyway, I'm just thinking about that team. Uh, the the kid with a Larry Bird look alike. What's his name? Had uh, Brady Brady Manic. Manic. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure on his status. Well, and he had a really – he got COVID early in the season. And, I mean, I, this is speculation. Maybe I shouldn't have said this, but uh, he wasn't really the same after that. Like, never got to his uh, kind of pre-COVID form where yeah. he was playing really well. But there's a lot of talent there, as you laid out. And, I mean, they they gave Gonzaga a run. Now the Zags eventually took over that game. But Oklahoma was just honestly missing some open shots. I, I think they could have hung around uh, for pretty much the entire second half if they could have made some of those open looks they had. Now we got to think about like who's on their staff. If there's anybody internally that they could hire, um, Stephen, let's look at. Uh, we'll see what Fran says. Fran always has a good suggestion. Um, I, my Is, old buddy Doug Gottlieb's been known to throw his hat in the <laughs> ring on some jobs. I don't think he'll get this one. Um, I, I know there's I, history there that wasn't great, but is there any chance that Kelvin Sampson could come back? I don't know why he'd necessarily want to leave Houston. They're rolling right now, but. Yeah, I can't remember all that. You know, he's making a bunch of phone calls, and he had a good run there. So did Capel. Capel had a nice run there at a little for a little bit. No, I don't think they would take Sampson. I don't think he'd come back. Um, I mean, they could throw a bunch of money at him. I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, Oklahoma can get a name. I mean, you got to think about, like, would they, you know, and you, you think about recruiting, but recruiting in basketball is kind of all over. Stephen, let's save Dave Aranda for, I, I want to give him his due for 140. What are we going to do at 140, Stephen, now that I'm thinking about it? Uh, some Cowboys um, talk. Okay. We can yeah. we can play a McCarthy clip here if you want, but or we can just kind of stay with this Oklahoma thing. No, I want to stay with this because I, I mean, we'll, we, we may get to McCarthy. We'll save Dave. I'm sorry, folks. Dave Aranda, the head football coach of Baylor, did speak yesterday on the first day of uh, spring practice, and you, we're going to let you hear from him at 1.40. You want to hear about Baylor football? Uh, you'll hear from that. I did find that, that Terrell, uh, uh, you know, Terrell Bernard, uh, you know, he's, he's back to some sort of uh, non-contact drills with that shoulder. There was one other player that caught my eye, Stephen, from an injury standpoint. Um... I'll look. I'll look at it. I, I was just trying to think through this as we were talking, but Bernard really caught my eye because he's a great, great player for the Bears, and uh, 
he's still going to be out during the spring while he recovers, but doing non-contact drills and looking good. I mean, I think we're getting really good reports on him. He's just not going to do the contact stuff during the spring. So we'll get you all caught up on Baylor football because that's very important, and we get it. Spring football is uh, – I'm not going to say it's Sweet 16, Stephen. I mean, we got to give the basket the Hoopers their due. Um, Stephen, by the way, let me look real quick here. We heard from Mr. Robarts, who is uh, one of our great – man, is he not one of the – he is a, such a great SID. Um, okay, okay. I was I was looking at uh, when we were going to try to do something. I, to, this afternoon, Stephen, I'm gonna uh, while you're doing your other show, Fox. I'm gonna visit with either DD or Queen. Who do you want to hear from, Stephen? You want to try Queen Egbo since we she's been so great and we, yeah, we don't get to hear from her. That I don't often. think we've ever interviewed Queen. That'd be a good one. Queen Egbo. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna request Queen. I'll I'll execute that while you're doing your show this afternoon. Um, all right. Yeah, Stephen and Q have a show over on Fox. Do y'all still call it the same? I mean, that show just continues. That name, I, I, would, Stephen, I would put. Yeah. I would go. You, you do with you and R. I would. I would get y'all's names in it. You know, I'm always one like Mosley and Simcox. Q and Sim- anyway, you and R though. I love it. I love it. Y'all have continued with it. Um, here's what I would if I were Oklahoma. I would think seriously about Jerome Tang. It's just, I I think in Oklahoma, it other I think they're probably going to feel like they have to hire a head coach from somewhere, and so that's probably going to be you 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 go to Loyola Chicago and you look at like a Porter Moser, although that's a guy that Indiana's going to look at for sure. And uh, would is and that's another interesting question right now, Stephen. Is on the surface, Indiana's a better job um, than Oklahoma because Indiana's always been a traditional power, but it's been a long time since they were good. Are we convinced? Are we for sure that Indiana right now, as it's currently constructed in the Big Ten, is a better job than coaching the Oklahoma Sooners in the Big Twelve? I don't think it's that. I don't think Indiana's that far ahead of that job. I mean, it's like Nebraska football. You know, it's just 20 years ago, yeah, it's the biggest job in the country. But now, aside from a nice run they have with Victor Oladipo, it's been a borderline tournament team. And is are there resources there? Yes. And if you're good there, you can probably stay there forever. But it's been a while since anybody's had success. Now, OU, sometimes OU and Kansas State like to hire older veteran coaches, if you think about it. Sampson was one there. He'd been around. Lon's been around a long time. Now, if they do that, now Moser's been around. It's not like Porter's a spring chicken. Because I was going to say, if they wanted to go young, hot, you know, kind of upcoming, um, you could look down the road at Paul Mills, former Baylor assistant at Oral Roberts, what he's done taking a team to the Sweet 16, you could look at UNT at Grant McCasland. I mean, somebody ought to go hire Jerome Tang at Baylor. I just think Oklahoma's probably going to want somebody that's been a head coach. And that's just you just don't see them uh, other than I think years ago Capel might have been on the staff at Duke when they hired him. I'd have to look back at that when, when – uh, you know, bef- who 
when um who's the who's the huge guy? I'm going blank right now. Stephen at uh, just went to Brooklyn from uh, uh, from Detroit. Blake Griffin. Blake was there. Blake Griffin. When Blake Griffin was was there, I think Capel might have been there, and then maybe I don't know. I get all mixed up, and then Lon came back at some point. That that fascinates me. That opening, Stephen. Do you think? Do you think Indiana is that far ahead of Oklahoma as a as a basketball job right now? I mean, I'm, I, I know five years ago you would say absolutely. I don't think it's that far ahead of it now. It may still be a little bit. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I guess I would still classify Indiana as a basketball school, and Oklahoma certainly a football school. But you're in a big time conference where if you're around 500, you're going to make the tournament. Um, you have a, a final four appearance that wasn't in the uh, it, like it wasn't way in the past. I mean, it was when Buddy Heald was there, which wasn't that long ago. Trey Young is has played. I mean, there are, are guys, Blake Griffin, as you mentioned earlier, that'll come play there. Um, and I, I think you have all the resources you need. They could end up costing our buddy Mac Rhodes some money, couldn't they? Or the uh, not Max money, but the Baylor. Can you imagine if they just loaded up and came after Scott? Oh, you just said, you know what? Here's our public school. Here's a booster just came in, said this job is, we're thinking $5 million a year. I think about $5, $6 million. <laughs> and they just came after Scott. Don't do it. Don't do it, Oklahoma. Oh, man. I think most teams, Indiana's nuts. Like, the insanity of of Indiana not coming after Scott Drew is like mind blowing. That's that. Think about it. He he came up. He went to Butler. He coached at Valpo. He's an Indiana kid. He how do you not come after Scott Drew if you're Indiana? But I don't think they are. I don't think they are. It's like amazing. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I, think, I mean, it's just. And I'm not saying he would go. I'm not saying Scott would leave, necessarily. I mean, I think Scott is extremely loyal. Like, Matt Rule, Stephen was, like, interviewing every offseason. We we knew Matt was not long for Waco. We loved Matt. We loved the Rule family. Okay, they can come back and visit any time. But we knew we would only have them for a short time. It's like, Stephen, you had pastors who came through your small town. I was from a small town. You were from McGregor. Okay. I was from Kaufman. We knew there were some pastors, you'd hear them the first time and go, we're not going to have them for long. They're going to move on through town. And, uh, yeah, that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, man, this is really, this fascinates me. Lon Kruger retiring. That's a good job. Oklahoma. What if OU went after Mike Boynton from Stillwater? What if they went and tried to hire Mike? Just say, we love this young coach at OSU. We're going to try to hire him. I mean, Man, he Oklahoma. would just get, and and it would be a, a great move. I mean, if they could get that done, but he would, he's so beloved there. He would just immediately lose all the goodwill forever. That'd be that'd be an amazing. I think they ought to situation. try to. I think they ought to try to hire Brad Underwood and bring him back to Oklahoma. You know, he was at OSU. Go hire him from Illinois. Now I think he loves it. I think he loves it at Illinois. Man loves not making a Sweet Sixteen. All right, Stephen, <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's talk. Let's talk about. Baylor football, it's back. I got so excited about this yesterday. I mean, I was, like, trying to look at footage. People had, like, some footage, and they put stuff up on Twitter. Darby was putting stuff up. I mean, I you know, 
I started Bryce Cherry was like, hey, so-and-so looks good throwing the ball. I mean, I, I got fired up about it. Zeno zipping it in there. Zeno, Blake Shapin zipping the ball in there. I got excited watching this stuff. Let's listen to the, the head football coach at Baylor University. Dave Aranda, that's next. Baylor basketball from the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The top seed Bears advance to a Sweet 16 matchup with Villanova Saturday in Indianapolis. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4.15 tip-off Saturday. Baylor basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Ram Truck Month is back at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Everyone knows Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas truck authority, and the deals don't get any better than during Ram Truck Month. During this event, qualified buyers get 0% for 84-month financing on any new Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star. And if you need a heavy-duty Ram to get the job done, we've got that too. This is a limited-time event, so hurry into Cameron Autoplex. There's a reason why people say it's always friendlier and cheaper in Cameron. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. So for the past four plus years, we at Pickup Outfitters have been fighting the good fight to end truck nudity and make our streets safe for children. We've put our money where our mouth is in our red mascot truck Diablo, maybe the most recognized truck in Central Texas. You've probably seen Diablo driving around town or parked in front of Pickup Outfitters. Well now you can take the shortcut to having a fully outfitted truck because Diablo can be your personal truck. The Pickup Outfitters mascot truck is for sale to one lucky Central Texan or local business, and as part of the sale, $10,000 of the proceeds will be donated to charity. That's right, you can own Diablo loaded with $30,000 worth of accessories, and you can also help out a local charity. The asking price is $40,000, which is way below market value. You can see Diablo in person, look it over, and get all the details at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Check it out on the web at createacommotion.com. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Baylor Bears went through their first spring football practice in almost two years and the first under head coach Dave Aranda. The Bears will continue practice today all the way up to the spring green and gold game. MCC Baseball swept a pair of games from Ranger. The Highlanders picked up a 3-1 extra inning win in game one followed by a 7-5 eight inning win in the second game. UMHB Basketball racked up the honors as Josiah Johnson took the West Division Player of the Year and All-Conference. Ty Prince was named Newcomer of the Year and all-conference, and Coach Carroll took the Coach of the Year award. Lincoln Riley confirmed yesterday that Oklahoma has not released quarterback Chandler Morris, who has transferred to TCU, saying he and OU are opposed to transfers within the conference becoming eligible immediately. Texas Longhorns are pausing their spring football practice because of COVID-19. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. until 2 o'clock. And then uh, John Morris, as he prepares for uh, Saturday's call, I think it's a, it's a Hinkle Fieldhouse game. Love that. Love that sun shining in. I hope it's not getting in John's face. That time of day, it may come in there and get in John's face while he's trying to call the game. They have big windows. It's an old field house. They've renovated it a few times. But I uh, like that music there, Stephen. That's good. Uh, Hinkle... But uh, John will have the call, and John will have his show two to three. He'll be doing his show, of course, uh, right there, and he'll he'll just kind of hang around and do the do the show uh, as the as the game is uh, Saturday, and then they'll turn around and they'll have that game on Monday, and then we'll find out if the uh, Bears make it to the Final Four. Let's uh, let's all pray that happens. Okay, I don't know if the Lord cares about sports, but if He does, I think He does care about the uh, the men and women uh, uh, bears. Okay, Stephen, real quick, I saw a list the other day. I thought you'd like this, and it had Zach Wilson. It was like a top 50 list heading into last season. Zach Wilson is now going to be, might be the second or third pick in the NFL draft for out of BYU. Stephen had him at number 50, I think, <laughs> heading into last season, like the number 50 quarterback in the country. Charlie Brewer was up there like number 17. Charlie Brewer from Baylor. And... Uh, Stephen, Max Duggan, Duggan, Max Duggan, uh, your quarterback at TCU was number 33 on this list, the top 50, and Zach Wilson was 50. I love how this happens, man. Everybody acts now like they know these things. They don't. Burrow came out of nowhere and become, became, became the number overall pick. Now, we've known Trevor Lawrence was a great player since the time he was like 8th grade or ninth grade, I think. All right, but the Zach Wilsons and the Burrows of the world, they kind of live in obscurity until they don't, until they aren't. And then all of a sudden now it's like, oh, he throws it from every level. Look at this. Oh, he hits the honey hole. Look at that, back between the, the safety and the corner back there in the honey hole. Like, guys, you didn't know this until like halfway through last season. So during a COVID season, the great Zach Wilson. I mean, even, people knew more about this Trey Lance from North Dakota State than they knew about Zach Wilson at BYU. Stephen, I thought, I don't I was going to, I don't know, I'm not going to bring it up to Grant, to Grimes, but the uh, passing game coordinator, Grimes was the offense coordinator. I read some huge, long article about Zach Wilson. It was a good article. But Sefu, uh, the uh, cousin of the head coach, 
seem to seem to be taking a lot of the credit for Zach. All right, let's listen to uh, let's listen to uh, some Dave Aranda. All right, and uh, this is from yesterday's press conference, and uh, comes to us courtesy of our great uh, our great colleague uh, John Morris. Stephen did a great job of kind of cutting all this up. And uh, and we'll have more of this tomorrow, but uh, and we're going to hear from Ron Roberts today out at Baylor Spring practice. But uh, Dave Aranda uh, speaking after practice, after that first spring practice, how is the offense different, Dave, under Jeff Grimes, the new offense coordinator? Yeah, so it's it it is it has changed. Yeah, I think it's a um, it is there's more pro style elements to it. I think, uh, well, I know we're going to be a wide zone team, which I think in, in, in the Big 12 makes a lot of sense. I think you look at some of the, the, the more efficient teams in our league, they run the wide zone. Um, and I think, you know, when I look at Big 12 defenses, I see stunts and twists and games and pressures. And so when you run the wide zone, you really pick all of it up and you... Uh, uh, your, your, your calls are, are limited and you can run off the ball and drive people sideways and I think there's some of that today but I think it'll all come from that play the play action pass the max protection shots and then the misdirection fly sweeps and um, and uh, mix, mix, misdirection counter runs and so uh, it, is, it is a different offense Oh I love that well, misdirection, the fly sweeps, the wide nine. Steve, sometimes we think of that wide nine. I, I think over the years we we hear that and we think it's like almost like a defensive term. We see defensive players uh, get way outside. You know, you got the uh, you 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 got the different gaps that we talk about. Sometimes you got a two gap type player, and then you got a the, that five gap. You get anyway. You you get some of those pass rushers way out wide. It's interesting to to talk about it in offensive terms the wide nine offense and and maybe that allowing you to account for more of the things that these defenses are trying to do the Grinch what's the Grinch trying to do to you at Oklahoma what's that guy that everybody likes so much at Iowa State what's he up to even West Virginia I like uh, Neil uh, Neil's done a good job there what's that guy's name Link Neil uh, Brown Neil Brown yeah, Neil yeah. Brown. yeah mm-hmm. I like some of the things they're doing there all right Stephen um Let's hear a little bit more. This is the, the head football coach at Baylor, Dave Aranda. Man, I haven't heard from Dave in a while. Fun to hear from him. Um, the, and, of course, we had to ask about the quarterback. Is there excitement that you have a wide-open quarterback competition? It's pretty intense. You could, you could feel it today. You could feel it, and I think that um, all those guys are competitors. And every single one of them brings a different skill set, and so it makes it it makes it really unique that way. Both Coach Grimes and Coach Bell and I have had a fair amount of conversation about this, and we're excited for the opportunity. Um, and I, I know they're attacking it just based upon today. Well, even prior, just the 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 time spent on their own studying, the time spent on their own coming in asking questions, uh, learning defense, uh, asking defensive questions. They're they're all in, and so um, it's going to get good. I like that. I really, really like that. Um, Said you can already feel it. You can already feel the competition on day one of spring ball. Yeah, um, I 
I, I find that fascinating. Is it a three-horse race? You know, is it Zeno, Shapen, Bohannon? Is it more of a two-man race between the more experienced Zeno and Bohannon? I mean, I Stephen, every time we have Rodrigo on, the great Steve Rodriguez, the baseball coach, he sort of hints that the reason Shapen's not out there playing baseball, he's a good baseball player, is because he has a legitimate shot at winning the starting job. So I I guess we have to think of this as a three horse race. So I'm I I don't I, I you know, I like to think of myself as a quarterback whisperer, Stephen. Have you ever heard that about me? Um <laughs> I and and don't forget i mean i don't think he'll be a factor in the starting mix this year but also don't forget kyron drones is out there as an early enrollee throwing it around when you hear his name do you almost think of him as like flying around kind of like above the action i do (laughs) or just like super fast (laughs) drones he punches a button and ends up in the end zone golly kyron drones some excitement steven do we have time for one more cut uh, yes, stuff. we do. All right. Dave Aranda, head football coach at Baylor, talking about the goals. Dave, what are your goals for spring ball? And so we gave three, uh, three goals for spring. So number one was own, this, own the standard, right? You know, the hardest thing about, this, about having a standard is that you are the standard. So for us, that'd be class, right? It's okay to be polite. It's okay to have good manners. Going back to some of the, ba- the basketball question that you talked about, it's okay to, to uh, be humble. You know, actions speak louder than words. Like what that looks like, right? Um, we talk about integrity, right? If we're going to have really high standards, man, it's hard every day to live up to those standards and all the all the choices that you could make, right? Here's the here's the choices that you have to make and holding yourself accountable to that and holding others accountable to that. On the field, we talk about energy, edge, um, execution, and so um, those standards, like owning them, like I'm, when we talk about those standards, right, we don't have to look at a wall, look at me, right, that'd be number one. Number two would be develop dominance, and so, um, you know, um, competitive spirit, relentlessness, toughness, physical play, I don't know, we watched, um, or so a lot of the a lot of the team watched Amanda Nunez. We talked about this. Who did she fight the a couple of weeks ago? Um, I can't remember the name of the girl. Megan. Um, I think her name was Megan, and uh, Megan Anderson. And um, I think that thing was. It seemed like it was over before it started, you know. And so there's just a an aura of dominance with uh, with Amanda. And so like, what does dominance look like, right? How does competitive spirit and relentlessness every day, right? How does that drive that dominance? And the last thing we said was don't flinch. And so um, whether it's COVID, whether it's failure, right? Bad practice, whether it's a good practice, success, whether it's grades, whether it's um, you know, stuff off the field, right? Knowing that adversity is going to come and let's lean into it, man. Let's, let's use that to be a better person. And so I think those things, football can help us with those. Boy, I love that. I'm looking it up. Steven, who fought, did he say Megan Anderson? There were a lot of names there. David Anderson was one of them, though. But let's, let's Megan. 
Did he say? I thought he said huh. Megan. Oh, she's a, yeah, she's a mixed martial arts. Okay, I'm trying to think who she fought. Ooh, six foot, one forty five. Golly, that's thin for MMA. That's a thin, tall. Who? I'm trying to think who she fought in that last thing. He said. I thought he said either Nunoz or Munoz. I'm looking that up. That's really fascinating to me. Okay, so he wants them to establish. Do- Stephen, I got so interested in that, I forgot to listen to the third, the third thing. What's the third thing he said? The third goal. Did you listen either? I didn't oh, listen Amanda to Nunez. Amanda Nunez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's three weeks. Megan Anderson, Amanda Nunez went out there and just took control. Love some MMA talk. Established dominance, like like Amanda Nunez did in that MMA fight. Golly, Stephen, do you think John will have more MMA talk here in the two o'clock hour? I think Jimbo's searching for an ESPN Plus subscription right now so he can watch some MMA. John is one of my greatest friends in life, and he'll take you two to three. And uh, Stephen's another one of my very close friends. He'll be over on Fox 3 to 6 today, UNR, Unnecessary Roughness with a man we call Q, Q Myers. All right, Stephen, uh, all my best. It's been a great day. Lots of exciting things happened. I mean, if you can't do an hour of talk radio today, you just should retire, okay? <laughs> Some people have suggested I do that. All right, Stephen, have a good evening, all right? And tomorrow we'll come back strong and finish up the week. Stay tuned. For the John Morris Show, 2 to 3, every single day. Good night.